Welcome to the Soul Ties Podcast with love and life coach Dale Lawrence, helping you detox from toxic relationships. Back up in the building for all God's children. It is Love Month. First Sunday of every month, a brand new episode, the Soul Ties Podcast. I am your host, the Love and Life Coach, Dr. Dale Lawrence, and I have by my side, full of fire, the People's Bishop. Yes, sir. Bishop Kevin Foreman. Yes, sir. Bishop, I'm super excited. It is February. It is the love month. Not only is it the love month, it is Black History Month. Not only is it Black History Month, it is Soul Ties Conference Month. All roads lead to ATL. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Oh, my God, that's going to be amazing. Man, that's going to be epic. Listen, if you are anywhere in the Georgia, Atlanta area, or you are ready to travel, all roads and airlines will take you to the great city of Atlantis on February 24th. It's going down. Soul Tides Conference featuring myself, Bishop Kevin Foreman, and Canton Jones and Ramona Jones. We're covering men, women, and marriage, detoxing you from all toxic soul ties. I need you to register right now. I got 25 discount tickets available online. You better act fast because they may be gone sooner than later. You really do. I mean, what an amazing deal. You really, guys... We're still getting praise reports and testimonies from the last one that we did with you. And it was amazing. And I'm just excited to see what God's going to do that night. I mean, it's going to be powerful. And a lot of times we use words like powerful, amazing, life-changing, transforming. Here's the deal. The fruit, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. Oh, yeah. And and to still be getting praise reports from a, a few hours on one night several months later tells me, here's everybody's line, that God's going to do in one night what he hasn't done in years for you. He's going to do a one night what has not happened in years for you. Listen, and I'm ready. And I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I can't wait. Tennessee was amazing. Now we're taking it to Georgia. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal, epic. Yes, it is. I need you to get the tickets. But let's bless our faithful listeners and our soldiers from all over the world that are listening to us. First John 4 and 18, Bishop, really grabbed me about the topic tonight. There is no fear in love, mm. but perfect love cast out all fear. Because fear hath torment. Mm. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. The topic tonight is why are you afraid to love again? Oh, this is good. Why are you afraid to love again? You know, I counsel and coach so many different people. And one of the common things, Bishop, is that I've been hurt so bad in this former relationship. I've been done so wrong, been lied to. I got trust issues, and I don't even want to go through that again. So, therefore, I'm done with men. I'm done with women. I'm done with marriage. This marriage failed. Not going to do it again. Been there, done there. Been there, done there. Got the T-shirt. 
and they're done and they're afraid to actually love again, which watch this leads to this toxic environment and society of where you got these toxic relationships that are formed where neither one of the individuals trust nor fully, or like the Bible says, perfectly love one another. Speak to that, man. Well, you know, I think that one of the things to recognize is this, is that whenever you are dealing with, um, you know, the fear of loving again, we got to back up because God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So yeah. where'd you get fear from? Mm. Well, you got fear from something that failed. Oh, so when something whoa, whoa, fails, whoa, whoa. Bitch, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you go so fast, you can't act like you ain't just dropped no bomb. Ah. And you act like you ain't just dropped no bomb. Back that thing up like juvenile and hit us with it again. You ready? You, you Where'd you get fear from? You get fear from something that fails. Um, if you ever, you know, did a performance and you're a performer and it fails, now you're fearful to perform. You ever drove a car and you failed by getting in an accident, now you're fearful to drive. You ever went for a tryout and you, and you flopped, it failed, now you're scared to try out. So the point is this, is that the purpose of fear has nothing to do with your present. It's about robbing you of your future. Mm. So when people say I'm afraid to love, well, then here's what you're really saying. What you're really saying is I'm afraid of my future. Ooh, afraid of the future. So I'm afraid of my future. I'm afraid of my future because guess what? Love is required. You're going to have to love God. You're going to have to love people and you're going to have to love you. So if you're afraid to love, here, here's, here's number one, you got to send it to fear of your future. But number two, here's the other problem with fear is that fear, um, when, especially as it relates to love, <clears throat> if you're afraid yeah. of being hurt, right, mm -hmm. um, in love, here's what you're really saying, that you never have really ever genuinely loved. Well, what do you mean? Of course I did. That's why I'm hurt. Well, but then you should understand that every football player takes hits. So love is a contact sport. Oh, Bishop. So if I'm not taking hits, I didn't love right. You didn't love right if you're not taking hits. So wait a minute. If are you're you, not are taking you saying, hits. Are you saying love is abusive? Oh, no, not abusive, but it's a contact sport. You're going to take some hits. Now, let me be clear about that. That does not mean physical hits. That does not mean verbal hits, like somebody's cussing you out and beating you down. No, 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 no. It just means... When you love anybody, you're going to have some moments where there's going to be some conflict because you're both growing. When you love God, there's going to be some conflict. There's going to be moments you're going to feel like, God, you don't love me because if you love me, why am I going through this? Uh -huh. But part of his love as a father says you need to go through this. So that means there's sometimes, watch me, the Bible says that it pleased God. It pleased God to crush Jesus. What? Whoa, whoa. Bitch. What? Come on now. What? You got to break it that one down now. Come on. It, it, it pleased him? It pleased him? Well, what do you mean by that? That's Isaiah 53.10. Because what happens is that his sacrifice is how we end up having life. But here's the bigger point as it relates to love, is that love is a context for it. So, you know, the father didn't love the son any less because of the experience. It's just that that was a necessary part of the experience. Because if that doesn't happen, you and I can't have life and life more abundantly. Yeah, yeah. Love is a contact sport. That's good. So watch me. If you've taken some hits, this means that you loved right. Watch me. And it doesn't mean that you should stop loving. Mm. Here's the question you got to ask yourself. What are the lessons I can learn from what hurt me? 
Okay. Okay. See, I forget the pain, but I keep the lessons. Yeah. So maybe the lesson is stop meeting them on Monday and come and moving in on Friday. Ain't nobody going to say that. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe the lesson is stop meeting them on Monday and talking about this is my best friend by Tuesday. Mm. See, you learn from the lessons of past failure, but you just you just become a here's how I like to say it. Live, learn, then live better. Let me let me reverse it. Let me give you the remix. Okay. Love, learn, then love better. Got it. And that's what yourself, that's what people, and that's what God. Um, <clears throat> you know, you can't if you're afraid to love, if you're afraid to take some hits, what if they betray me? They might. So just own that reality. Yeah. Own that. Own that. Live in that. Well, you know, they they if I if I if I loan this this twenty dollars, they may not give it back. They might not. So just make sure you don't need it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's real. <laughs> you may you're right. You might not get that twenty dollars back. So just make sure you don't need the twenty. So okay? if, if and if you could if you if you're concerned about it, then don't give it. You don't, or don't don't give it to them you just have to be okay with the fact that you're going to take some hits. Yeah, it's I part like of love. That. I like that. It's part of love. So, so if you would give us pre, uh, everybody listening pre relationship or, or they may be in a relationship and they need to apply this. Now let's give them three steps on how to love unafraid. One, accept the fact that you'll take hits. You ready for this next one? This next one's gonna be mind blowing. Okay. Number two, make sure they qualify for your love. Oh my god! Now, 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 hold up. Give them three, but I we know. got. I'm, a, I'm coming back to two, baby. Come on, I want three. Give me three. Well, okay, I got you three. Number two, make sure they qualify for your love. Then number three, I'm gonna go back to number one. Make sure you're prepared to take some hits. Make sure you're prepared that you may be disappointed by someone. But disappointment doesn't mean dismissal. Bars. There might be conflict with somebody. I know, right? We're on a roll. You might have conflict with somebody. Mm. Conflict doesn't mean cancel. Mm. We live in a culture where if somebody does one thing you don't like, now you're done with them. Come on. Well, let me question. Well, how? I don't know how you would not be afraid if people can be canceled and dismissed that easy. Hmm. So you have to be afraid to take some, you have to, excuse me, you cannot be afraid to take some hits. Uh, I remember I played football for a couple of years in high school. And um, you know what really changed it for me? One, I was really doing it because I, you know, I was in, in, you know, people in my in my bloodline had done it. And so I was kind of, you know, doing that. And I was built like a middle linebacker at the time. And so I was a fullback and then a middle linebacker. And, you know, um, you have all these pads, you know, it's cool. You know, you got all this stuff on, you look good, got the mouth guard, the helmet, you know, and all that, you know, that's cool, right? The macho, right? It feels good. I remember it was a blizzard one day and they decided they didn't want to cancel that game. The school system said, we're going to let this game go for it. I mean, it was literally probably about, <clears throat> you know, a, an inch of snow dropping every, you know, 15 minutes. I mean, it was really, really bad weather. Mm. Game still went on. So because they didn't want the um, because they, they didn't want to run certain plays. So they put, you know, they put the line, the uh, fullback in the game. Right. So I get in the game and, you know, I mean, it's inches of snow on the ground. It's a rough situation. Handoff comes. I get popped. When I get popped, I drop the ball. I drop the ball and I watch the ball 
And I just kind of get frozen in time for a moment. And I watch the dropped ball sit there. Uh, the other team grabs the ball, runs it in, gets a touchdown. I mean, I, if I remember that game right, that team that team got us pretty good that day. Oh, wow. Here's the, here's, here's the lesson. After I took that hit, mm-hmm. I was like, God, oh. I, I was like, um, you know, this is this is a crazy. I don't know how people do this and all that. Right. And, and because of the conditions, I dropped something that I was supposed to hold on to because the hit made me feel like I couldn't pick it back up. Great. great and for some analogy. of you. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick it back up. You gotta pick it back up. Because at the end of the day, don't let the hit make you drop what's valuable. And 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 what's valuable? That's the key. And that's the key. Yeah, it's valuable. You don't pick up something that's toxic. Now, some some hits you go take are signs that you don't need to be in the We We're not saying that every love affair is the right love affair. I want to. I, no. I just want to make that clear, Bishop. No, which is why I gave you number two. Make sure they qualify for your love. And that's why I wanted to go back to number two for a breakdown. How does one qualify? Well, let's look at what Jesus said. Right, Jesus, the Christ, says this: Do not give what's holy to dogs or cast pearl before swine. He's talking about human beings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jesus the Christ, our loving God. Yes, yes. He's yes. also a realist. Let's let's be clear. Yes, he is. I think in America we have this imagery of Jesus like he's some punk walking around just you know shrugging <laughs> his shoulders, hugging trees, eating granola all day. Right. All right. And by the, I love granola, by the way. So that's not a that's yeah, not a dig yeah, of granola. Yeah, yeah. Here's the point. He was a whole G. Okay. Yeah. Jesus is teaching, and he says, some people ain't nothing but a dog or a pig. Dogs return to vomit. Which means if I keep seeing negative, always believe patterns, not moments. A dog returns to their vomit. They eat it, then go throw it up again. If you see a pattern of negativity and toxicity in somebody, that's a dog. Bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Bow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Wolf, wolf. Watch me. They, wolf, wolf, look. They don't qualify for your love. Mm, that's good. Which means you got to love you enough to say, I can't love you. God shouted me right there. You got to love you enough to say, I'm not interested in this circle. I'm not interested in this cycle. But then number two, he says, some some people are pigs. Pigs, what do they do? They eat and excrete in the same place. To the difference to where you can't tell their excretion from the mud that they're in because they roll in it. The same principle is true um, that there are certain people who are pigs. They don't qualify for your love because they make a mess and then want you to lay in the mess with them. Mm. They constantly Bishop. create and start problems and start issues and then want you to stay in that mess with them. Bishop. That person doesn't qualify for your love. See, it's not I'm scared to love again. OK, well, let me let, let's revise this statement. You, you should be. To find another dog or a pig. Come on, come on. That's good. Yeah. That you should be concerned about. But this is why you got to qualify them, which is why they got to be at the Soul Ties Conference so we can talk about and teach how do you qualify people for love? You know, I just feel like it should be emotional. Baby girl, your feelings is what's got you where you at now. So how about we do something different? How's that working out? Boom. Well, I just feel like it should be organic. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, this ain't fruit. 
Okay. Um, this, this, this here, this here requires a different way of doing things. Cause I hear people say crazy stuff. I remember, I got to say this story real fast. I was counseling this couple and they were doing premarital counseling. And so when you go through premarital counseling, let me say this for everybody, good premarital counseling. The objective is to get you all to break up. Oh, wow. I'm going to say that again. Wow. The objective of good premarital counseling is to get you to break up. If you can survive premarital counseling, then you got something worth keeping. Now, why why is that the objective? Oh, because the purpose of good premarital counseling is to expose all of the weak places. I see. Okay. The per good, good premarital counseling is not about making you fall more in love with them. Good pre more good premarital counseling is making you question whether or not you should love them. Because anything that I can't test, I can't trust. So good premarital counseling is going to expose all of the issues, all of the problems, all of the challenges, and then say, now, based on all of this, is this worth keeping? Ah, that's good. That's good premarital counseling. Because yeah. a lot of people don't think that. A lot of people think, oh, you know, especially like a people people will set a date and then go into premarital counseling. Worst thing you could do. Because now you're just working against the date. I always tell people, don't set a date, do premarital, and let's see where it's at. I love it. Because if you want something that's going to last, we got to dig to the foundations. Long story short, we get to the portion about premarital sex. Premarital sex is called fornication in the Bible. It's sinful. It's sinful not because it, um, not because God's trying to keep us from something. He's trying to protect us from something. Because the Bible says that when you lay down with a person and you'll get into this, that you become one with them, yeah. which means you create a false marriage in the spirit. And the, and the consequence of that is that not just with them, but every person they've ever laid down with. So you think you're laying down with Jimmy, but you're laying down with Jimmy and everybody Jimmy been with. So now you really laid down with 45 people. So no wonder it's difficult for you to make decisions now because you got 46 people that are now their souls are intertwined with yours. Mm. You got to be at the conference. Got to be there. Here's gotta the deal. Got to be there. So, so we get to the portion about sex. And so, you know, I, I said, listen, never judgmental, never judgmental. I never approach things from a judgmental place. So never judgmental. Just say, you know, have you guys had discussions? And then she says, oh, no, but well, we're very sexually active. I said, you're pretty braggadocious about this. I said, you're pretty like, you're not even like repentant about it. Like, I know we shouldn't like, you ain't even doing none of that. You're just like, yeah, this is what we do because it's important. So I said, well, let me just give you this warning that what you're doing and, and you're doing in such an arrogant way, I said, you are setting up a foundation that is not going to last. Uh, you're setting up a foundation where you can't see who he really is and he can't see who you really are because you are literally doing it your own way. I said, now, listen, you're grown. You do whatever you want. I said, but it's my responsibility to at least warn you that your approach is the wrong approach. Well, no, it's just a really important thing to us and all that. Long story short, how do you think that relationship ended up? After she put considerable resources and all of this and all of that, it ended up exactly where I told him it was going to. Why? Because she didn't make sure that individual qualified for her love. Mm. She gave it without qualifying him for it. Wow. That's why that's so important, because if you give you don't give no Roy's Royce to somebody with a 500 credit score, <laughs> not knocking a 500 credit score. Yeah. It just means you don't qualify for that. That's good. And for some of you, you get, oh, come on. You ready? For some of you, you got to start seeing yourself as so valuable to God and so valuable to yourself. Now, listen, you're great. You're cute. You're this, you're that. But I need to make sure you qualify for this because I can't trust everybody with me. Woo. And I'm done. And you're done. Listen, man, 
You have to subscribe to the Soul Society. This is February. This is not only the love month, but this is the celebratory month anniversary of Soul Ties, of the Soul Ties movement, the Soul Ties podcast, the whole Soul Ties enterprise. I released it in February of 2013. February 2013. So we're celebrating 11 years this month. So every week this month, a special, special podcast series entitled Lessons in Love. You do not want to miss it. And for this year and this year only, 2024, I am allowing everybody to come into the Soul Society for absolutely free. That means you get access to the Soul Ties Conference from last year. You get access to that. You get to see that. And you get both my digital products, Reimagine You, the 52-day journey to purpose and living the life you imagine you get that absolutely free free access to that and you get my soul ties detox masterclass course the 12 steps of how to detox from all toxic relationships listen you better sign up for that right now go to www.patreon.com forward slash Dale Lawrence and sign up for absolutely free to get all of that access for a full year. And the lessons in love is already started. So you better get in while you can. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another hot episode of the Soul Ties Podcast. And all roads lead to Atlanta, Georgia on February 24th for the Soul Ties Conference. Go to thesoultiesmovement.com to register tonight. And we'll see you. And look, and if you sign up for the society, I'll see you next week. But if you don't, we'll see you next month right here on the Soul Ties Podcast. Peace and love, y'all. Thank you for listening. We would like to bless you with the Soul Ties Stimulus Package, which includes the Detox ebook, message, and exclusive podcast episode. Text Soul Ties, S O U L T I E S, to 888 756 8681. 